0: Hey everybody and welcome to Libromancy, a podcast about the magic of books. I'm Josh and today I'm talking about Don't Date the Haunted by C. Ray D'Arc. So let's date the magic of books. This was a fun great book. I enjoyed reading it so much. I really didn't want to put it down ever. I thought it was a great story. It was the perfect length, I think. I didn't feel like it was too long, and I didn't feel like I was missing anything for it being too short. I like that the prose was pretty simple, pretty straightforward, nothing that I would get lost in or get confused by. It was there. It expressed the story to me really well, and then we were able to move on from it. So just on a a light kind of here's what the book is about. Pansy, F- Pansy Finster, a citizen of Horror in the Land of Novel. So, Horror is like the country that she lives in. It, it's very horror themed. There are haunts and hauntings that come every six months or so to each person. Not everybody at the same time, but in general, you survive the haunting and then you you know move forward with your life and. She has survived her whole life here in horror, and her fiance has died, and she's decided to move to romance, where her fiance was from, to get away. And it was just exciting. It was a little bit of a mystery. I like that, that the intrigue, you know, did a haunting follow her? Did a haunting not follow her? Is she gonna be safe? What's the difference of horror? You know, I really liked that. I really liked that when I was reading it, like you could feel when you are in horror, and you can feel when you are in the romance section by the descriptions, just kind of by the tone of the book. And I thought that was really well done.
1: You know, logically speaking, I didn't find anything was out of the ordinary or remiss or missing. So I really liked that as well. I am. Very excited to get to the sequel just as soon as I can. So I think we're going to move into the spoiler section of the episode. It was good. Uh, we'll get into it more and let's dive into it. So I love the epigraphs. The epigraphs that where is the book that Oz kind of wrote for her that detail how to survive in horror. So it's full of tools and tips, you know. Always carry a gun with a bullet, and make sure you have silver bullets for werewolves, and make sure you have garlic for vampires, and oh no, holy water, you gotta have always have holy water. You know, things not to say, don't say I'll be back, don't say where is it, don't look at, don't have a mirror in your bathroom, because when you close it, it'll always be there. Just the typical, you know, all those horror jump scares slash horror-like tropes, it was just a warning against all of them, and I loved reading so two or three in each little chapter. I thought it was a great, great way. I liked that we're given plenty of info throughout the course of the book. And it never felt like it was being info dubbed. I never felt like I was getting so much information with no context that I didn't like it. So I loved it. I love that we live in the land of novel, right? And there's a bunch of different categories or like countries to live in. You have romance, you have horror, you have fantasy, you have mystery, the children's, sci fi, western. And then, even within them, you have a little bit of a subgenre definition starting in the romance section, which is the kind of the only one we really see here. We have contemporary romance and the Regency romance. And I loved it. I love that we got to see a character from each kind of area. You know, we have Pansy herself from horror. We have her roommates, Emma and Heather, from each of the contemporary and the Regency romances. We meet Mystery or Truth from Mystery, Brooke from Sci-Fi, Hank from Western. I just, I loved it. I thought that was so fun to see them. And yes, these people kind of are representing their whole culture, but in a book this size, in a book this written this way, I, I, we're going to get more of them, I would hope, in the future in future books and see more of them but even saying that i didn't feel like any of them were super flat characters or boring or just oh this is my one thing and that's all i do you know they all had other sides to them beyond just oh i'm from sci-fi i like computers so another thing that i thought was a really cool thing was that in every land there are events now in horror they're called hauntings and they're and they're scary and you can die. And then in science fiction, they are experiments. And one of the main characters, one of the characters talks about how, you know, oh, if your family's in charge of the experiment, most likely you'll be safe. But if not, then you run the risk of being killed. And these, you know, if you're chosen and the casualty rate goes way high. And I thought that was so cool. You know, in fantasy, they're called adventures. You go on an adventure in mystery They are cases with a capital C. Like you have to solve the case. I just loved it. I thought that was so cool that each area, there's no area that's immune to troubles or trials. And I thought it was just really fun. Obviously, in romance, they're going to be more romantic, but that could even fall into like love triangles or like other relationship issues. And so I liked that essence of the whole book that no matter where you go, there's going to be issues and there's going to be hauntings or experiments or adventures i loved her going to the airport when she's leaving horror and she's got her weapons in her bag and her carry-on and her survival kit and they're like um you can't take that on the airplane and she's like but it's but i need it to survive like there's hauntings and i'm trying to survive They're like well planes aren't haunted so you're fine and so she ends up checking it but i just thought it was great and another scene at the airport that i loved so much was going to the cafe and the, the layover in mystery. She goes to, walks around the airport, finds a, uh, a restaurant, but all of the menu items are clues and questions. And I just thought that was a funny and great, unique little thing. Like, what do I want? It says it's a non-vegan, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it has meat, but it's this, you know, and so if you don't think of it through and, like, really play up that mystery, you're not going to get what you want. I just thought it was super funny now this is a, a romance and so it would not be would be amiss if there was no romance in the book and I thought the romance was nice we are not delving too deeply into it she is the first time you know in romance ever really feeling these things and trying to cope with these things while dealing with you know the trauma of her fiance who died and of course she meets Theo or Theodore the trusted from fantasy. And I loved the little back and forth that they had going, that it was, well, I don't like him, but, you know, maybe he's not that bad. And, you know, I still don't trust him that much, but now I can trust him a little more. It was great. I did predict, however, that Theo, seeing the black blur, I I did know that was the haunting. I, I feel good about that. I didn't call much of the other things, but I did call that, and I like that, so... Let's talk about what exactly is happening. Of course, Pansy is going to classes, she's trying to learn and to become a nurse or well, paramedic, she just wants to help people. She's, you know, kind of meeting her roommates and trying to adapt to fantasy land. And her first time there walking around was so funny. Her paranoia is on full display. And while the paranoia in of itself is kind of like, oh, that's kind of worrying that you're so paranoid, it was really funny to see how she interacted with Everything and everyone. Oh, that store, they've got too many mirrors. It's too good. It's ready to be burglarized. You know, even though no one in romance is going to do that. I mean, there could be some people, but uh, you catch my drift here. You know, oh, this guy, is he trying to tell me a secret when he said the word with a weird accent, or was he just talking and, you know, hearing all the screams and the giggles? Uh, it just makes her go crazy every time because she thinks something bad's happening. So, I loved it. So she goes. She thinks that her hauntings are over. She is kind of pulled into her roommates and living arrangements. They are setting up the masquerade ball. And she is pulled into helping them set it up and trying to keep them safe. Because at the very last, she realizes that, yes, a haunting has followed her. And, yes, it's out to get her. And there's you know, if she's alone, it'll get her and she won't live through it. And if she's with them, she can protect them and she might have a chance. So... I loved it. They go to the masquerade. They fight the poltergeist. That was the, uh, the last haunting that she encountered. So fun. I did not see in the ending coming that Pansy was actually the one who killed Sean because he had been infected by the poltergeist and was being taken over. So that was, that was a good trick. I still like that. I did not feel like it was out of the ordinary or exceptionally like, oh, that wouldn't have happened. That's not true. So I liked that. Uh, I also liked that Mr. E is, gives everybody a different name and his, his full name. Jonathan Nathaniel, Mr. E, Mystery. Oh, it was so funny. It's so good at the end. I liked Oz, the guardian angel. He's able to only step in, you know, basically when they've done everything they can and it still wasn't enough. And then he's able to come in and fight and save them. I was pretty sad that Emma died, but... If any of them had to go, I'm glad, kind of glad it was Emma. She was from contemporary romance. At the same time, I'm not, I wasn't, I didn't find her death horrible or like story ruining. I just don't like it when people die sometimes. So that's all for me. But, you know, I thought the storyline was good. The pacing was good. And I am definitely with Pansy that, Asking people to prom slash dances in super elaborate ways is very annoying and impractical. And what a way to do it, if, you know. So, I think that's going to wrap up my discussion of Don't Date the Haunted, though. Thanks for listening, everybody. And thanks to David Hillowitz for the intro and outro music. Of course, if you have any questions or comments, please send those to libromancypod at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter most of the time, at libromancypod. And I'm putting up a calendar on the website at libromancy.podbean.com, just showing what books are coming up next. You know, please like and subscribe, of course, wherever you get your podcast from. That really helps more people find the podcast. And remember to date the magic of books.